This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about traveling with kids and speak with dietitian Janice Newell-Bissex on how to make meal times easier. Woo! Good topics today. Yeah, juicy ones. This is like the helpful show. Yeah, we're going to help you guys out <laughs> with your lives and make your lives better. <laughs> this is it. 53 episodes in. We're going to start trying to help. <laughs> As opposed to having horrible emotional breakdowns. Yeah. For you. Probably most of the shows will still be horrible. Probably 90%. Breakdowns, right? <laughs> well, it is traveling. Once in a while. Time. Yeah, once in a while, we'll try to have something helpful to say. A gem <laughs> might come out. Speaking of gems, mm-hmm. you. Or a gem. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I know. I'm pretty you're, nice. You're a gem. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let's just start telling moms their gems. You're okay, a gem. You're a gem. Not, I, yell, I like it. I nothing's really going like to sound sarcastic yeah. and weird about yelling that out yeah. at somebody or with a kid melting, <laughs> having a meltdown. You're a gem. You're a gem. <laughs> you're a gem. How are you, Teresa? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, I just, I... I feel a change a coming. <laughs> Are you pregnant? I'm just kidding. Oh my god, that's not even funny to me at this point. That's not even like a joke. Like Ooh, I just got to look. No, if that happens, <laughs> like if that, I just let's not let's not all right, go there. All right, um, Oscar is he's he's five and a half months, and oh he's god. he's now he's rolling you know both ways from tummy to back and from back to tummy. <laughs> he's not very good at it yet, sure, but he can do it, and right. he likes doing it. And he's doing like the reach for a toy. I'm gonna roll over to oh. grab the toy type thing. And this is just just in the last couple of days, he's starting to do this now. Like pretty much every time I set him down, <gasps> and I. I knew this time would come. Right. And it's great. He's the, developing. This time you had the baby. foresight because you've already had yes, one. So, exactly. so it's like you know it's coming. But I'm kind of, I'm, I honestly am kind of dreading it. And I know that people are always like, once they're walking, look out because your life's over and whatever. <laughs> but I actually totally disagree. I think once they start walking, things actually in a way kind of get easier and right. are a little bit more... I don't know. They're a little bit more manageable. I think for me with Simon, the hardest time was like six to like 11 months. Right. Like right in there where they're they're really mobile. They're getting into stuff. But they they're still, down on the low they're level. They're down there and they still really need you for yeah. everything. Um, but they but they don't stay in one place anymore. And there's like a tumbleweed. Yes. Just back and forth, just a well, nonstop kind of. Well, you can't just set them down on the bed Right. Anymore. Oh, yeah, there's no more and, bed. you know, um, what I'm really thinking about. At the edge of stairs. At this point, oh, right. <laughs> just prop them up. That's what I usually on the, do. On top of the up car. Up until now, I've just been setting them. <laughs> just sit right there. Yeah. Mom will be right back. <laughs> um, but. What I'm thinking about now is just like all the things that I'm able that I've figured out how to do with the two of them and like that I've gotten really good at. Like, right. you know, 
I, I give them both a bath together every night. And, like, you know, I Simon gets in first. Right. I wash him. And then Oscar gets in. And I'm washing Oscar while Simon's playing. Right. And then I'm taking Oscar out and getting him ready. And then I get Simon. But all of these things, like, I've learned to do with a, ch- with a baby that is stationary. Right. Like, a baby that I can just set down. <laughs> and that is about to be over. And I feel like I'm going to have... It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Very happy to have a baby that's developing and growing and watching him grow, whatever. But I'm just realizing I'm going to have to figure out anew how to do all of this stuff. Fuck. And see, and here is what I think the, like, second child um, foresight brings to you is you know it's over. Oh, yeah. With the first one, you're like, it's so cute. They're rolling. rolling. It's like this great, joyous thing. You're like, now we're going to roll over here, roll over here. But now you know. That's it. You're about to lose. You know what you know. It's sort of like right before you have the baby, you're like, I'm about to lose X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And uh, and then you get, like, your habit. Like you said, you get to your habit, you get used to it, and you're like, I'm the queen of the world. Yes. And then you're like, oh, shit, I'm about to lose that. Yeah. I, I and, don't and, have it anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. have it anymore. And yeah. it's like, I guess you're going to have to do, like, the pen or something. I know. You have to do, like, a pen. I guess I'll have to do a pen. But that means I have to, like, bring it around with me. Oh, do you know what I'm saying? I know. Like, there, every, it's fine. I'll figure it out. But, like, still, everything's going to be different right. again. Over again now. <laughs> you're welcome. Yay. <laughs> How are you? Uh, Fine. Fun, uh, very little sleep. Mm. We're gonna be talking about travel on the show, yeah. uh, but yeah. like uh, we were, Ellis and I were in New York, and uh, you know, of course, like the day before we leave, he gets adjusted to the time difference and sleeps great. But mm-hmm. last night, and now we're back, and it's all kind of fucked up. Yeah. So I'm a little okay. out of it, Aww. but I do want to say uh, that I came home to. I know you all were wondering about this. Mm-hmm. A box of chocolates <laughs> from Stefan. Oh, good job, Stefan. So, That's nice. I'd like to take a moment. Are they the good ones? Yes. Okay. I'd like to take a moment to compliment my partner. Oh. It's time to compliment your partner. For finally bringing me some chocolates. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Dad. Good job, good, husband. Good job. And I came home with less expectations. You did? I came, it could have been just being on a plane for six hours uh-huh. with a baby. But I just came home. Okay. As opposed to coming home. And being like, I wonder what's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did a good job with Catherine Bell. They did mm-hmm. a good job together. Ellis and I did a good job. Everybody survived. So, you know, so it's okay. That's awesome. It's all good. Good job, guys. It is. Speaking of doing a good job in terms of travel, mm-hmm. why don't we just jump right into it? Okay. And take off into the discussion of traveling with kids. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be a plane. Yeah. yeah it fun. sounded exactly like Did a plane. Did it sound just like a plane? Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes? 
traveling with children. Oh, that sounds so fun. It is fun. They love it. Children love it. Parents love it. Other people traveling love it. Yep. Bring your kids. It'll be great. That's why you have kids. Yeah, to do cool stuff with them like that. Go on adventures. Take them to see the world. Yeah, that's right. I, I just before we before we really get into it, I think that does fall into that category of dumb shit we tell ourselves before oh, we yeah. have kids. I'm never oh, gonna yeah. play my kids' shitty music. I'm yeah. never gonna. I'm not gonna change anything. Yeah. And the other one is. I, we are going to travel. Oh, yeah. I'm not, taking my kid. I don't care. I'm going to strap my kid in the backpack. We're going to go. Fine. Oh, baby. They'll be used to it. Baby adjusts. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, you can, but it's not like that. It's not like you're just. Okay. Right. I'm All sure right. there are some weirdos out there who are just like, just have Who this, have like, that Zen kid. They who have, have the and, kid. And they are the Zen traveler, too. Right. And it's just, that's. I imagine it. I imagine it like every once in a while, like in, like Life Magazine. Or, yeah. I don't know who the fuck reads Life Magazine. Anyway, but you know what I'm talking about. Like My every parents. once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while on Upworthy or some, however we communicate with pictures these days, there's like the guy backpacking and he's got like a cat. You know, like in his backpack. Yep. And they're like, it's me and my traveling cat. And everything's yeah, great. I'm sure the cat loves super, that. Super Cats enjoying it. love travel. Me and my cat just traveling across. He's not even on a leash, right? Yeah. That, those are the people I feel are like <clears throat> having that moment. That's how yeah. I imagine everybody else with their children yeah. traveling. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go back and let's talk about, let's talk about, let's start with the anticipation of traveling. Great. Yeah. Uh, because you, as a matter of fact, are yeah. about to go on a trip. Yes, we're going on a family vacation today. We're leaving today. this afternoon. Yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like I like so much of this. Is just so you guys know how the show works. <laughs> I I just got back. Yeah. From a trip. Yeah. And Teresa is just leaving. Yeah. So you're about to go on a trip. Yeah. Family vacation. Family vacation. Family vacations. Conjure up the image mm-hmm. of amazing, sweet, charming yes. times. Whatever photos yes. you see, this is what I love about family uh-huh. vacations: is you see the pictures uh-huh. on Facebook, uh-huh. and all I ever think about is, how are you doing that so much better than my my? I would uh-huh. never have photos that look that. Everybody looks so nice and relaxed. Uh-huh. Everybody's great. So that's what you're about to do. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be perfectly relaxed and great. Okay, let me just say what I'm going into this with. All right. Okay. So. I think because we're talking pre, we're talking anticipation. We're going to do anticipation, trip, right? right? So I'm going to start the pre-anticipation is when you decide to do this. Yes. Okay, so that I think is this thing <laughs> where it's a combination <laughs> of what I know. I, you know a, where I really I'm going. hope I know where you're going okay. with this. Okay, there's one thing that's like, should I do this? <laughs> and you're like, you're like. You kind of have these warning signals going on in your mind, but then you're just like, yeah, yeah. But then you're just like, again, you picture the family photos Mm -hmm. and you're so tired and crazed from your regular life that you are desperate for a break and you're desperate for a thing to look forward to, Mm -hmm. to like break up. The craziness yeah, of it's, life. It's sort like, of like there's a moment where, where the kids are all asleep. Yeah. You and your husband are have just had the right amount of like wine or yes. whatever. So you're like yes. in this like really happy Zen state. Yes. It's been a good day. Yeah. And you're like, you know, we if we were just somewhere else, yeah. it would be so much easier. Yeah. It'll it it'll be so relaxing. Yeah. And and you actually for a second imagine that you specifically as the mom mm-hmm. are gonna like 
be on a beach. Bubble baths. And somehow be, yeah. Tiki drinks. Yeah. Restaurants out. Dressed up. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. This time, I allowed myself Mm. to do that, Mm -hmm. even though to like fantasize about that. Yeah. Even though I knew it was totally wrong and right. that the trip is not going to be like that. Look, I don't have seven and nine-year-old kids. Right. I don't have teenagers. I don't I don't know what it's like traveling with those kids. But I know that when you have a five-month-old that's exclusively breastfeeding <laughs> and a two-and-a-half-year-old uh-huh. who's not potty trained, <laughs> like, you're just not – it's just going to be the same as being home only in another place. But – right. I still need that thing to look yes. forward to. I yes. need that. And I realize that it's not going to be that way, but I have loved every moment of planning this trip, <laughs> thinking about this trip, right? and looking forward to this trip. That's great. And I feel like that's fine. And that's good. And that's part of the vacation, I think. I think so, too. I think the anticipation of traveling with your child yeah. uh, and your family mm-hmm. is 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 part of the fun. I think so, too. So... That's good. That is good. So <laughs> then we get to, let me just, the, the other pre, the other anticipation of leaving is obviously now, then it becomes a day or two before you're about to leave. Everything sets in of like everything you need to pack for your right. children. And you start packing. And as you're packing, mm-hmm. you realize you fucking hate yourself. Yeah. And why are you doing this? Why? Why in the world would you be doing this? You have to pack so much stuff. Yeah, you really do. Even even if you take the approach of less is more, I'm yeah. not going to bring a bunch of crap. My kids will be fine. They'll be in a new place. They don't need all their toys. I don't right. need all the contraptions. I don't need... You're doing the less is more approach. There's still just a lot of shit. It's still a lot of shit. And there's just like, like you know, the baby's still... Um, Spits up constantly, so he goes through a few sets of clothes every single yeah, day. Just the clothes alone for the, the baby. The clothes, and then, okay, the diapers for two kids and swim diapers? Mm-hmm. It's a huge bag. It's huge. Uh, right. I, I mean, yeah. you're I just a, like, why, a, are we yeah. do, why don't we just stay here? All the stuff is here. Right. Then I don't have to pack it. That's right. Well, and then there's, <laughs> I know for me, anticipation-wise, it becomes the... Like, after the packing and yeah. all that, it becomes the, my kids are going to scream the entire way there. Yeah. My kids are going to be horrible on the plane. This yeah. is going to be the time they're not going to listen. Or what we had discovered with Catherine Bell that I was so sure was going to happen with Ellis was she got on a plane and just became a shit machine. She <laughs> would get on the plane and, like, the doors would close and they'd be like, buckle your seatbelts. And she yeah. would just totally poop. Poop herself. Oh. And it, what, there was like one trip where we were, we always bring the extra clothes yeah. in the diaper bag. Yeah. We were pulling out more from extra more clothes. Because oh she like God. pooped like five times on the oh plane. My God. And every time it was like explosive. Oh so my like God. you have all this stuff of like, uh, and then, you know, is it a three hour flight or is it like an eight hour right. flight? Yeah. We're going to have to take the break and we got to get yeah. kids on and off the plane if it's a connector. Ah, yeah. Like that. And we're not going to make it. We're just not going to make it. No. Emotionally, we're going to make it. It's going to be, and we get in How do I even bedtime. get out the oh, door? Right. How do you even get and get everyone settled in there? I mean, how do you just, it's just, there's so, and it's so overwhelming. Yeah. And especially when you're going into it already sleep deprived. Yeah. And you're thinking about, oh my God. Or, or maybe you're thinking like, oh my God, my kid just started sleeping for a six hour stretch. Right. That's me. And I'm realizing now I'm going on a trip and I'm going to fuck the whole thing up up again. Yep. 
Here we go. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> All right. So then you're you're kind of in it. Let's uh-huh. shift to being in okay. it. Let's shift to being in it. All right. You're gonna you're gonna take us. Down All right. The let's road shift to being, being in, it. in it. And it's it's it's, the, it's, it's the great le- though, right? It's Once the you level get going. of tired. No, it's the, then <laughs> then becomes the like the like stress of just trying to get from A to B because yeah. you're in it now. Yeah. Now you're in it. You got to get everybody on the plane. And we're just yeah. talking, we're talking like flight travel, but sure. let's say you're in a car. You got to yeah. stop every hour because somebody's got to go to the bathroom because heaven forbid your kid's not in diapers anymore. Right. Enjoy those, I know, those right? last I days know. of diapers. Enjoy yeah. the diapers. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, do you have enough snacks? We have to have right. this. We have to yep. have that. And you're so stressed out and you're sleeping in a new place. It's It's chaos. Yeah. I just want to, because we're going to talk about things that make traveling easier, so I kind of don't want to yeah. jump into that, because sure. I feel like that's going to be sort of its own little discussion. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. So, but I want to say that, like, I just came off the trip to New York, just me and Ellis, mm-hmm. just me and the, you know, four-month-old, and, you know, I felt like a superhero yeah. once it was done. I feel like that's there's awesome. something about the travel that it's like going in to battle mm-hmm. and then coming out the other side like successful like Mm -hmm. if you have if you haven't like screamed at your kids the whole time Mm -hmm. if you haven't like like had them on a device from the moment you left the house like like, you actually engaged with them like you you found some joyous moments you figured out your own routine there Mm -hmm. and you got everybody back Mm -hmm. i feel like there's sort of like a high five that's major high five there's a little bit absolutely like i did it yes oh yes nailed it yeah and i think that's part of the dream right right that's part of what you're doing this for is like hey i'm i'm a parent i can take my kids on vacation i can do that right even though it's a little bit scary you do want to have those experience with experiences with them and you want to show you want to prove to yourself like i can do this yeah, I think like Stefan and I had to adjust our expectations a lot when it comes to vacations at mm-hmm. this age mm-hmm. with the four month old and the four year old. Yeah. And we've just committed to just the friendliest of kid places. Oh yeah. No matter like how obnoxious some of those may be, mm-hmm. I just am done like trying to take your bed and breakfast is just not a place for me to take my baby mm-hmm. or my kid because they want to touch everything. Right. And it's just not working for us. My kids. Yeah. And I, 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 clearly other people traveling with their cat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) their baby, their Zen baby, totally able to do it. So the the so post, on the trip you're you're well, skipping say on the trip you know I mean I think what made it successful was the preparation okay the planning All and right. it's to, and it, for me it was one this is a kid I have a baby with me or mm. four year old with me or mm-hmm. however old with me mm-hmm. I I'm gonna just go into this not giving two shits about anybody else <laughs> yeah that's not part of my party. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. That is good. I, just I, let go of I'm going to let go. Because you can't control it anyway, and people are going to have their weird issues They're going to have their weird regardless. issues no matter what. Like, yeah. no matter what. Are yeah. you breastfeeding? Weird issue. Yeah. Is your kid, heaven forbid, cries for two seconds. Yeah. Because I guess babies never cry. Yeah. You know? The, like, all that. I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, I'm going to pack appropriately. I'm going to go through my list of, like, my musts for packing when we're going, like, through our little list. But, like, you know... I've got, I always kind of practice before I go. Can I hold this baby and these items that I have to have? Mm-hmm. Not can I hold this while he's in a stroller? I got it because there's going to be a moment that stroller's taken away from me. Right. I got to be able to carry this kid and my bag. Yeah. And, you know, possibly part of the car seat or a coat or whatever. Yeah. That kind of thing. 
I just stayed focused on him. I didn't expect to read a book or like watch television on the plane or like look at my iPad or anything. I just didn't assume I would be able to do that. Mm -hmm. My assumption was I'm going to keep this baby happy or sleep. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. And so I think it was just being overly prepared Mm -hmm. that made that work out well. That's great. And and I do want to say... And I think you had the right expectations, right. too. Like, you were prepared, but you also were like, I'm not going to try to plan all this stuff for myself to yeah. be doing on the flight because I just want to deal with my baby. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, yeah. heaven forbid, the baby falls asleep and I can do something, Yeah, great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I guess, you know, now that we're in the trip, let me, let's, let's toss out sort of the things that help us in okay. the trip. So, you know, I think the first thing for me is the diaper bag. Oh, okay. Is one of my that's one of my first things. Okay. Diaper bag. This time I I got a new diaper bag before I left. Mm-hmm. I needed it big. I needed it with lots of dividers. Mm-hmm. Cuz I, I was tired of everything getting jumbled together yeah. and having to uh, dig around. Yep. However many diapers you think you need to pack for the yeah. diaper bag, yeah. pack more. more. Yeah. Put more in. Yeah. Same with wipes. Yeah. I have a genius thing for the diapers and that stuff. Whenever we go on vacation, uh, we ship we Amazon Prime oh. a so box of diapers to wherever we're going. Yeah, that's smart. Or we, if it's if we're running a house, we swing by the store and pick the box up because we had um, we were hauling diapers for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always like load you know the front pockets of uh-huh. the suitcases with extra diapers, but we're always going to blow through that. Mm-hmm. So we just buy on site uh, the diapers. Anyway, so in the diaper bag, I also bring a change of clothes for myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be peed on. Mm-hmm. Except this time I didn't because I was like, if I get peed on, I'm just ready just for it. Li- it's also a newborn pee. I mean, four-month-old right. pee is really different well, that's from right. like two-year-old pee. Right. And <laughs> I have like... been, I've been two-year-old peed on. Yeah. That was the time where I was like, Ugh. Yeah, you don't want to be wearing those all day. But like this time I was like, is exclusively breastfeeding, like you might as well drink their pee. Right. Like... I might as well have just spilled water on myself. Yeah, exactly. It was so not a big deal. Yeah. I'm a big believer in a good packing list beforehand. Mm-hmm. Just to have a check mark. Mm-hmm. Somebody had left us a call once with the take pictures of everything that you're bringing, the toys. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was a great idea. Yeah. So that you remember when you're packing up what to bring with you. Oh, uh, here's a big one. Mm-hmm. Your partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please try and bring your remember partner bring if your you partner. can. Yeah. Because that makes traveling. That helps. A hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Stefan and I do this thing where, and we did this with the one kid. Mm-hmm. I, I, we've not traveled together with two kids yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I think this is over. But if you still have the one kid mm-hmm. or the one baby, this really worked for us. 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off. Mm-hmm. As soon as we got on the plane, one of us had the kid for 30 minutes and the other one knew that you weren't with that baby. I mean, you didn't mm-hmm. have to hold or like, you had your time to kind of get settled, listen to something, read something. And then at 30 minutes, you were going to switch. Mm-hmm. 80% of the time, this worked well, except when I was feeding. And then I didn't care if he fell asleep. If, like, Catherine mm-hmm. Bell fell asleep while I was holding her, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. You know, because I could still do stuff while she was asleep. Yeah. But but knowing that we could do that helped us not feel like one of us was taking on all the responsibility the whole time. Yeah, I think so. Or, yeah. like, yeah, it's also that feeling of I know that I'm only having to do this for 30 minutes. Like, yeah. you're not wondering, like, how long do I have to do this before I get help? <laughs> right, know, like, and the other person knows they've got a chance to yeah. harass without being like, hey, yeah. can you, can yeah. you, can you, yeah. can you? And we also just kind of agreed at the beginning, Stefan's just in charge of diaper changes on the plane unless, again, if it's, I mean, I'll, I'll tag in mm-hmm. if it's just been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If he's going over and over and over and over and over again. But if it's like three or four times, that's him. 
Mm-hmm. It's him because you're in charge of the feeding. Yeah, because more than likely I'm feeding. More than likely it's me carrying her off the plane. More than yeah. likely it was. I mean, there were like just so many times it was going to be me doing sort of the back and forth, just because the you know I don't know in our relate in our dynamic, mm-hmm. I was calming the baby down in this particular situation or feeding. So the last thing I wanted to do was the diaper change. Mm-hmm. You know. So again, we just set some ground rules before we got on the plane mm-hmm. or before we got on the trip. Because, um, like, same thing with restaurants. For the most part, I'm like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Go change them in the restaurant. Uh, so we just made those. That made our life easier. So there yeah. were, again, expectations in advance so that we alleviated any kind of bickering that could have happened. Or resentment. Or resentment. Or resentment. <laughs> I mean, trust me, if you come out of a family vacation without a little bit of resentment, you're some sort of, like, miracle worker. Right. But anything we could prep for, mm-hmm. we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my, like, helpful hints, like, this time we really, especially since, you know, Oscar's so little and we we did travel once as a family up to Northern California to see family, but this is our first vacation, right. you know, as a family. We did a lot of things differently this time. Um, one thing we did is we decided not to fly somewhere. Ah. Um, And it also helped us make that decision because it's spring break right now, and so airline tickets are really expensive. And we figured out that we could just save a lot of money and spend more money on the vacation itself rather than the travel. Um, And so we're just going somewhere that is actually like 90 minutes away, and we're driving. And that feels a lot more manageable. And it's just like, you know, throw your stuff in the car type situation rather than like making sure you have the right number of luggage bags and making sure, you know, everything is like okay for the security lane and blah, blah, blah. There's just a lot less to deal with there. Uh, Um, We are also trying something new this time in that we are bringing my sister. My Whoa. sister is coming with us on our vacation, and she's coming because she's a teacher and she has a spring break. Yeah. Um, and we miss her and we want to see her. And she wants to come help with the kids. So we're going to have a third adult. I know. You're looking well, at me I like, like I'm like totally my, insane. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I'm not insane. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like, we've right. never done this before. And... It's a little bit, you know, but I mean, we don't know what, how it's going to be. But I, my sister is one of my best friends. She's like, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to having this time with her. Um, but I also like part of the reason we made the decision to do it was we were like, hey, if if uh, if Fran comes, we could have a couple date nights. Right. You know, like we could have some time to ourselves. She can get some time to herself. And like the three adults can sort of rotate in and right. out a bit more. That's genius. Um, yeah, so I, I'm hoping that's going to be my genius moment. Um, that's pretty good. And uh, the other, the other like kind of big planning one that I just I feel I need to mention yeah. is when you're deciding whether or not to go on a trip or like whether or not to like go with your partner on like say your partner needs to travel and you just you're deciding should I come along and right. bring the kids and we go together <laughs> right or um or if you're Disneyland if, or if like. <laughs> Right. But I mean, like, I've had I've had chances yeah. to do that, too. And like, I know I think it's true for a lot of families because one partner travels for work and or, you know, your in-laws invite you guys on some kind of trip or, you know, you, right. you're thinking of doing a trip and you're doing this calculation in your mind. And if you're asking, like, friends or family, like, should I do this? Should I bring should I go on this trip? 
I feel like the tendency of people is always to be like, do it. Yeah. Just go. Enjoy. Like, the kids will love it. It'll be an adventure. You know, whatever. Right. And I have to say, I have this friend... I was trying to decide back when Simon was five months old. I was trying to decide whether I should take him and go with Jesse to London for two weeks, mm. and or not London, like a couple do a couple different. He right. had to go to a couple different cities for put this on, and I was really agonizing over this because Jesse really wanted, kind of really wanted me to come. Like he, yeah. he was like, I trust your judgment, but he kind of wanted us to come and. I felt like I should ha- I should be that parent who just brings their kid to Europe right. and just does that when they have the chance. Because, like, when else are you going to go? And, like, why not just go? <laughs> right. And it'll be great and whatever. And I called this one friend of mine and said, like, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I can't figure out if I should go. Like, because I definitely <laughs> had this. It felt overwhelming to me. Yeah. But I still felt like I should do it. And my friend just goes, do you want to go? Right. And I was like... I don't know. And she's like, I mean, really, Teresa? The only question to ask yourself is, do you want to do this? Because nobody's going to care whether you do it or not. Right. Really. That's right. It's all going to be fine one way or the other, but you're the one who's going to be suffering the consequences. That's right. Whether you or not. And I actually decided not to go on that trip. And I'm really glad that I decided not to go. I ended up just like seeing my family that week or something. And it was such a relief to me. And I just think, and I do, I use that now. Because, I mean, and one of our listeners also tweeted at me like, uh, you know, recent vacations with her little ones she's just like why didn't i just give myself a pass and let me and let let me stay home yeah. you know and i really think like you do because nobody get like nobody is going to come to your rescue if it sucks and the people telling you like just do it just do it it'll be great they're not going to be there right. doing this isn't for them this right. is for you for yeah so do you want to do it and in a lot of cases i'm sure you do actually want to do it even though it's going to be hard but in some cases you might not want to do it and that is okay yeah no yeah exactly it's okay to not go <laughs> yes it's okay to not go it's again it's expectations yeah And, you know, it's the ultimate, this is hard and nobody gives a shit. Totally. It's the ultimate one of those. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can just tell you, like, all the times that, like, Steph and I had to go on all these trips and, like, spent so much time in bathrooms because right. like you yeah. know we you only have the one hotel room right. yeah. and like the kid can't go to sleep because you're there right so we started asking hotels for like the handicapped bathroom if they didn't have people because yeah. it was bigger or we need a bigger bathroom yeah. you shove it full of pillows and you're yeah. just like hanging out drinking scotch in the floor yeah. in the bathroom Hilarious. you know like crazy stuff yeah. and like again it's you know I, I think like I was leaving and asked Stefan like oh, what's your advice on travel mm-hmm. you know for the show and he said you know rent a house yeah. Don't do a fucking hotel. Yeah. What's, what do you get it with the hotel? Yeah. $18 oatmeal and somebody makes your bed? Yeah. Who cares? And you have to eat all your meals out. Rent. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You can go grocery shopping. Yep. You can close a door. You can close a door. You can close a door. Yes. It's huge. So true. Huge. And then uh, I just have one last one to throw out yeah. there. And that is uh, Tylenol and a snot sucker. <laughs> Fuck yes. Don't, don't assume your kid's not getting sick. Yeah. Your kid's getting sick. Yeah. Take the Tylenol. And probably on the plane. On the plane. Have those things with you. Yeah. On the plane, in the car, Mm -hmm. within reach, your kid's getting fucking sick. And Tylenol for yourself. Yes. Because you will definitely need it. (laughs) I mean, 
traveling with children is a joy and a blessing. <laughs> I'm Cameron Esposito, and each week I'm joined by my fellow podcasters, Rhea Butcher. That's me. And Ricky Carmona. I am Ricky Carmona. We talk about action and sci-fi movies on a little show called Wham Bam Pow. You can find it on MaximumFun.org. It's amazing. Super fun. True that. Reviews, news, and stuff you can use. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa, Mm -hmm. genius fail time. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. This is one of those, like, little ones, but I'm still <laughs> proud. Okay. Um. So, you know, that thing that babies do sometimes where they don't poop for, like, three days, and you're kind <laughs> that of like... That little thing they do. That adorable little thing. <laughs> And you're kind of like, uh, okay, so this is coming. And when it comes, it's going to be a thing. It's definitely going to be a thing. Yeah. And that was happening to me a couple days ago. And I was on my own with the boys at home that day and really needed to get out of the house and, like, take them for a walk or play at the park or, you know, just go do a thing. Right. But I was... Thinking, like, I can't leave the house. I don't want to deal with, like, a poop explosion out on a walk (laughs) in the middle of nowhere. Right. Or, like, at the park with the gross restroom. Yeah. Or, like, you know, in the car. And then I have to deal with Simon while I'm trying to change the baby. And just, I was just, I really almost just stayed home. Yeah. Because I was, like, I can't go, I can't risk this happening. But then I was, like, No. I'm not going to let poop control my life. <laughs> and so we just went anyway, and we had a great morning, and he didn't go until later when we were at home. And I was really glad that I didn't let it control my life. Way to not let poop control your life. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Uh, my genius moment was I rocked the shit out of this trip to New York. Oh, my with God. With just me and Ellis. That's awesome. That baby was not screaming on that plane except for normal things. I mean, like, Aww. we just, like, did it. We, like, you know, I just got the right seat selection. Good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I packed all the right things. Good. I had, you know, I just, like, was ready to deal solely with him when we, like, were traveling back, taking my time, doing mm-hmm. the breastfeeding, making sure we did the restroom stops, not rushing, mm-hmm. just... We just had a really great trip. That's awesome. And it's like, again, like nobody gives a shit, but like I gave the shit. That's great. And it was great. I am calling with a genius moment on behalf of my husband. <laughs> it is about 50 degrees out in the evening, and we just bundled our kids up and put them in the car, and we went on a secret mission to go stargazing with them and they loved it and we had a good time and then we drove around uh, until they fell asleep. (laughs) So just put them in bed and it was great. Um, 
and that was my husband's genius moment, one of many. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. You know, like I wonder if like before they walked out the door if life was just totally chaos and they were just yeah. like, ah, yeah. let's just get out yeah, and go. I think that's lovely. That's really nice. That's I use. I remember my parents taking us like once in a while, we'd be in our jammies and we'd get in the car and like go look at the stars and I loved that. Yeah. It was like so special. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, good job. Dad and mom yes. and yes, good job. Failures. This is what you guys are really hanging around for. Mm-hmm. Teresa? Yes? Fail me. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like a lesson in really pay attention to what what you're showing your child on TV. <laughs> because, because okay, Simon's been watching Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which I think is adorable. It's adorable. It's a great show. It's really adorable. sweet. But, like, occasionally I've had to have him watch it while I, like, run upstairs and do something sure. for the baby or go, you know, whatever. And I'm not just right there with him. And sometimes a new, like, we watch it on Netflix, so, like, a new one will come on. Oh, yeah. Like, and I don't notice. And so, like, I'll select the episode initially. But, like, if a new one comes right. on, I don't necessarily know what it's about. And a lot of them deal with, like, really helpful things like using the potty or, like, right. sharing with your friends or going to school for the first time or going to the doctor. And they're really helpful. Yeah. But sometimes they're dealing with something that your child has not had a problem with yet. And watching the show about that thing Mm. causes the problem. Mm. So, for example, Simon was watching one that ended up being about, like, scary things. Oh, that's always. And it was like, there's a shadow over there. There's something scary over there. Let's, and then see what it is. You might feel better. (laughs) They go over and they would see what it is and it's just a stuffed animal or whatever, which is great. That's a great, helpful thing if your kid is having fears about scary shadows at night. If your kid is not having fears about scary things at night, will you get what I I got the rest of that night, which was, mommy, there's something scary over there. And, it, and at first I'm like, okay, there isn't really, you know, let's talk about what do you see? Right. But then he just wanted, he was totally obsessed with it because he doesn't understand what the fuck it is. Right. And so finally I just found myself just saying, no, there's not. Oh, there's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's not. Your fears are completely irrelevant to me. You're not afraid of anything. (laughs) This is bullshit. (laughs) Oh, but it was Uh, so my own fault. Anyways, your turn. Well, okay. So as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Stefan got me the chocolate box. Thank God. (laughs) Marriage saved. Yeah, you only had to remind him about that like 17 times. <laughs> On air. Um, in public. In public. Public shaming. Public shaming in my chocolate. But the, that's not the fail, though. Uh, the fail was I let my daughter know that there were chocolates in the oh. house. Did I, I did not share them, of course not, but I like had to deal with the whole like, oh. I could have, Mama, why aren't you sharing? Oh. It's not nice to share. Oh. And I was like, it is not nice to tell your mama not to, you got die of your mama. Get in bed! Moms don't have to share. Moms don't have to I share. I share my stuff with you. Just like shoving chocolates down my face. Um, so that's great. I've got to hoard. I like. That. I have to secretly hoard my my treasures better. <laughs> uh, I am 32 weeks pregnant with my first child, and my amazing friends decide to throw me a baby shower where I live, even though they don't live here. 
Uh, so I thought it would be a great idea to let six of my out-of-town guests stay in my three-bedroom apartment with me and my husband and two dogs. And it pretty much just blew up in my face. Uh, the shower was amazing, but the gentleman guest decided that it was a bachelor weekend rather than a baby shower weekend. And on top of already trying to fit in with all of my old friends and not have a lot in common with them anymore because I can't drink and can't party and don't want to stay up till 4 o'clock in the morning anymore. Uh, On top of that, I had people just acting like fucking idiots all weekend around me. So, lesson learned, no more than two people ever again staying in my three-bedroom apartment with our family. Oh. Yeah, you know what? Welcome to it, though, Mom. I'm not, I'm not because yeah. because it's, because you classified this fail and not rant. Yeah, I, I'm gonna like just say welcome to yeah. it. This is the, like this is the sucky. This is like one of those sucky parts. You start having the kids, and you start or start to be like, no one can be yeah. here after eight. Yeah, no one can like seriously, and no one can like spend the night unless they're ready to be woken up at five o'clock in the morning by my kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like really, it's actually kind of a gift that this happened. Yeah. while she's pregnant, I agree. rather than with a newborn or a little baby in the house, because that would have been way worse. Yeah, because your guilt now at least your failure letting this happen. <laughs> But at least the guilt is kind of over. Yeah. So you won't even, like, make the bullshit mistake yeah. once you have the kid. Yes. Ugh, friends. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you. Teresa, yes. Let's call him up. Great. Let's call him up. Who's going to help us? Oh, please, God. <laughs> this week we are calling Janice Newell Bissix, who is a registered dietitian and who, along with her uh, partner Liz Weiss, are the authors of No Wine with Dinner and The Mom's Guide to Meal Mo- Makeovers. They also uh, write the blog Meal Makeover Mom's Kitchen Blog, and they host the Cooking with Mom's Radio Podcast. Welcome, Janice. Thanks. Great to be with you. It's very nice to have you. Can we just clarify right off the bat, Biz, that it's no wine with dinner, W-H-I-N-E? Well, right. We wouldn't have had her on the show. We would never have had her on the show otherwise. (laughs) We would not have been on the show. No, I would never. That's sort of the the irony of the book because I do drink wine with dinner every night. (laughs) No whining. I'm going to assume that's the big takeaway from this. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we're all set. That's all I really wanted to share with you. Everything is easier. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. Um, so the first thing we'd like to ask our guests is, who lives in your house? Well, in addition to myself, there's my husband and my 14-year-old daughter, Leah, and occasionally my 21-year-old daughter, Carolyn, who is right now at college. She's graduating next month. So who knows how long she will be living with us after <laughs> she graduates. <laughs> Hopefully she will get a job quickly and, you know, perhaps... Get her own place. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I threw out there to uh, some of our listeners and to some of our friends, you know, what's 
we got a dietitian coming on the show, not only a dietitian, but a, a, a woman who claims to be able to make our lives easier. Um, what do you need? You know, what's your you biggest, yeah. <laughs> what's your, what's your biggest complaint? Like what's your biggest issue? And I was, you know, is there a particular meal? Is there a particular time of day? And every single person came back dinner, 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 yeah. dinner, dinner, dinner. Uh-huh. Have you, you, I'm sure you've come across this. Do you have any insight? Oh, yeah. Can you give us insight? Why is dinner, for some reason, the hardest time for us? Right. Well, that's hence the name of my book, No Wine with Dinner. Right. Because we did a survey of 600 moms before we wrote our second book, and we said, what is the biggest obstacle to getting a healthy dinner on the table night after night? And I thought people would say, you know, it's too expensive to eat healthy. It takes time. No. Number one was picky eaters who whine and complain. Mm. Because, you know, you're a mom, you're exhausted. You know, it doesn't matter if you work inside, outside the home, or a combination. Let's face it, by 5 o'clock, we've about had it. When you do manage to cook a dinner and you put it in front of your kids and they push it away and say, yuck, that's gross. Oh, my God. That's a little bit, oh, I don't know, disheartening, yeah. humiliating, demoralizing. So what we did was we took family favorites, things that kids like, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, spaghetti and meatballs, and we tweaked these recipes to make them healthier. Now, we don't sneak things in. You know, we don't puree stuff and, and hide it. <laughs> we're up front if they ask us. <laughs> but we just weave things in. So if we're going to be sautéing some ground beef for either tacos or a spaghetti sauce or anything, we always take a red bell pepper, chop it up fine, and throw it in while you're sautéing it. Or a carrot, just shred up a carrot. It disappears. Nobody needs to know. You can get a day's <laughs> worth of vitamin A, which boosts your immunity. And you do that, it becomes part of what you do. When you make brownies, Throw in a couple of tablespoons of ground flaxseed. You get a little bit of omega-3 fats, a little bit of fiber. Nobody knows that. You know, my daughter <laughs> keeps saying, Mom, the 14-year-old, which, you know, she's uh, a discerning eater. We don't like to use the word picky, eaters. <laughs> she's discerning, and she says, Mom, I don't like anything orange. Don't give me sweet potatoes, pumpkin, anything orange. So we have a um, Peter Pumpkin uh, waffle in our in our book, No Wine With Dinner. And so... Every weekend, Mom, will you make those waffles? Oh, yes, I will, honey. And there's just three-quarters of a cup of canned pumpkin in there. <laughs> and, you know, and, and she knows that. I've said to her before, you know, Leah, these are pumpkin waffles. She's like, whatever, Mom, whatever. I don't really care. Oh, yeah. no, like my, yeah, good. Yeah, no, my daughter, my daughter's like, my daughter's four, and she's like, I hate cheese. And I look at her, and I say, oh, yeah. all right. And she says, well, except in quesadillas on pizza and, yeah. <laughs> and grilled cheese sandwiches. But otherwise, I right. hate cheese, and I won't eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, the kids are, uh, kids are funny. And, you know, they go through these food jags, and they might be, quote, picky one day and hate something, and then the next day want to eat it. And when your kids get to be teenagers, girls, they're going to probably go through, oh, I'm going to be a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. My daughter has done that. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, Mom. Okay. Then Nan and Grandpa come over. Grandpa, can you make me one of your cheeseburgers? I love those cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> the day before she was vegetarian. And then, you know, she'll go back for a day, and then she'll say, I really want some salami, Mom. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. Well, so, so I guess it's a good a good 
initial takeaway is that uh, we shouldn't feel alone and that our children uh, are going to reject everything we put in front of them at some point in time. So another thing that uh, some of our listeners were talking about, and I, I know that we, Teresa and I, have this problem, and that is just the general time to do it. Like, I mean, you get there, the kids are there, everybody's going nuts. Help us get it actually made. Is there, I mean, do you have tips or suggestions or like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why the recipes that we create, we try to keep the ingredients to a minimum. We we streamline things. We do things like we we don't use, I hate when I get a recipe. I, I made one this weekend and it called for, you know, one tablespoon of applesauce. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't really keep applesauce, so I just use something else. But or it calls for, you know, a cup and a quarter of black beans. Well, you know, there's a cup and three quarters in the can. <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah. Right. Give me a break. Use the whole can. So we try to use the whole unit of whatever. And chefs do that in particular because, you know, they've got people getting all their ingredients together. So, you know, don't use three and a half cups of chicken broth when I can buy the brick of four cups of chicken broth. Just don't do that. So we keep it simple. We keep it kid-friendly and family-friendly, and we we just, you know, another one thing that you can do is keep things in your pantry that you can throw together at the last minute. So things like, you know, pre-shredded reduced-fat cheddar cheese, some tortillas so you can whip up a quick quesadilla, canned beans, jarred pasta sauce. I mean, God bless you if you make your own pasta sauce, and I think that's fabulous. And sometimes I do that, but you know what? I also reach for the jar of pasta sauce if I'm going to make something quick. Frozen raviolis. We have a recipe in the book where you just layer frozen raviolis. You put a little <laughs> pasta sauce on the bottom, put frozen raviolis, and then we saute a little bit of baby spinach with garlic and extra virgin olive oil. Put a little layer of that, more frozen ravioli, more sauce, shredded mozzarella cheese, put it in the oven for a half hour. You're done. It's ravioli lasagna. Nice. Kids love it. And that doesn't take long to prepare. So you have to think of things that you can do quickly. My 14-year-old likes black bean soup. I'm telling you, you open up a can of black beans, (laughs) put it in a saucepan, you add a little bit of frozen corn, you add um, a little bit of salsa, you heat it up, and you put it in a bowl. (laughs) I'm not kidding. We've had had people contact us and say, we take this when we go car camping. Because you just heat it up over the campfire. It's so, it's, you put a little cumin and a little chili powder, too, to give it a little more flavor. But my daughter loves that. And as I said, she's a little bit discerning. So you got to find out what they will eat. And if they don't like vegetables, well, then find out what fruits they like. My daughter happens to like honeydew melon. Okay, that's pretty healthy. Cantaloupe, pretty good. Mango. So if she won't eat orange vegetables that are <laughs> right there in the open, then I give her some fruits that also have some good nutrition. And then the other thing, just don't sweat it. Because, you know, kids usually don't starve to death in our country. If they don't eat what's for dinner, the thing you don't want to do, you don't want to be a short-order cook. Do not create separate meals for your children because one likes this and one likes that. This is it. This is what's for dinner. You can have some whole wheat bread. You can have a yogurt. But this is what's for dinner. I am not cooking a separate meal for you. And you know what? They'll pick at it. And if they're a little bit hungry at the end of the meal, well, too bad. You know, they'll learn the next night that they should eat a little bit more. Right. I think, yeah, I think that that part is so key, too, because um, if you go into it with that attitude, there is mm-hmm. it sort of it it lowers your expectations. And it, it right. in a in like, I think, a really positive way, because if you go into it, 
you know, I, I'm going to make this great thing that I know they're really going to like and then they don't right. like it. It's right. so frustrating. But if it you is. if you do go into it with that mentality of like, hey, I'm going to make this one thing. I'm going to do a great mm-hmm. job with it. And that's right. all I can do. Right. If they eat yeah. it, they and eat if it. If don't they don't, it. they don't. Then yeah. it's their it's, it really it really does kind of like take the edge off, I think. Right. You know, right. regardless of what your child does at the dinner table. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and you are you are yeah, you aren't responsible for, for what your children eat. You are responsible for having healthy foods available and presenting a variety of foods for your children to eat. That's it. And if you do that, your job is done. They decide how much and what to eat. You have no control over that. So once you just let that go and say, hey, I've done my job. You don't want to eat it? I'm okay with that. Eventually, you'll when you get your teenage taste buds, you'll probably like this. And boy, is it good. And you enjoy it. And then eventually, they'll come around. One of the things that I really loved about the website and, the, you know, and, and most of the, uh, the cookbooks and the tools that you guys have created is just that. You've created a set of tools for parents to use uh, right. to help with meal planning because mm-hmm. I know that's another one for me. I I don't even know. I, I, I'm a planner and I love to plan yet I can still hit Wednesday and realize mm-hmm. that my house is empty of groceries. I'd only plan till Wednesday. I didn't plan right. past Wednesday. Sure. Everybody was screaming at me in the house. I just had to get ah, whatever I can get at the store. Tell right. us a little bit about some of the tools that you get, you have uh, that that help us. Okay. And, and when it gets to Wednesday and you, you've sort of run out of the food, <laughs> that's when you turn to your pantry. Right. Because you, you, you need to have those frozen raviolis and pasta and red sauce. And there's nothing wrong with just doing some pasta with red sauce and some broccoli. Have some frozen broccoli in your freezer so that you can always turn to those things. Because, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, oh, fooey, now what do I do? So that's, that's something that, that you want to think about. But we have a, a tool, we have a whole section, uh, mealtime tools on the website. And one of those is a recipe reviewer chart. And you print this out and you actually give it to your children and they become your recipe reviewer. And there's a little smiley face, a neutral face, and a sad face. And they decide, <laughs> they, have to, they just take one bite. And they say, do you like it? Do you not like it? Should I make it again? And it sort of empowers them. And they have some say in it. And once they've done that for 10 recipes, then you give them a prize, a sticker book, a, a, you know, a, a day out or walk in the park, whatever you think would be something that the kid would like, then you do that. And that just, if they're involved in they, you know, that some people use the no thank you bite rule. We've got, that was in our first book, which means that everyone just has to take one bite, right. including mom, dad, and whoever. So you got to take one bite. You can't just say, I don't like it, right. which I know kids want to do. And you don't want to like force it. If they refuse to take a bite, let it go. But it's a polite thing to do, and you have to teach them. Somebody made dinner for you. I went to the effort. Dad went to the effort. Somebody went to the effort to make this dinner. So you need to at least take one bite. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. So there's the reviewing app, but there's also a wonderful meal planning app that you yes. have. I mean, uh, tell yes. us a little bit about the app and what the app uh, can offer us. I'm the so app. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, meal makeovers, yeah, it's in the iTunes store. Well, we've got a bunch of recipes in here that are easy, and people tell us that they use it on those days that they're away from home, they're at work or wherever they are, and they say, oh, shoot, (laughs) you know, I don't really know what I'm going to have, right, Biz? Uh, So you look at the app, (laughs) and you look under the categories. We've got kid food makeovers, we've got pasta and pizza, we've got uh, vegetarian. So let's say 
your daughter is a vegetarian this week. <laughs> you pull that up and you say, oh, look, I could do this. I've got these ingredients at home. Or you, this easy veggie pie is really good. So you say, okay, I want this. And you look at the ingredients and you say, okay, what I don't have is cauliflower. So you just touch it and that adds it to your shopping list that you can have with you when you go to the store and say, okay, right, I forgot I need to get this because I'm making this tomorrow night. So it's a good, it's a really good tool for people just to give them ideas because, come on, running out of ideas is a common problem. You're like, oh, wait a minute, I had chicken nuggets last night and we had pasta right. the night before. What's left? So that's what the app is designed to do. You know, you just look at it, coconut chicken fingers, egg and bean tacos, you know, stuff that's a little <laughs> outside the box, but not so outside the box. I mean, we looked at a kid's cookbook once and it had something with banana leaves in it. Now, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Teresa. Maybe Teresa wraps her hot dogs for her, you know, for her kids oh, in yes. the uh, banana right. leaves. That's what we. That's do. how I hide. That's how Teresa hides the banana leaves <laughs> that she has to. Yeah. She just wraps the hot dogs in them. Yeah, exactly. So you're not going to find any weirdo ingredients in our recipes. Uh, it just makes it pretty. Um, I don't know. Just easy. The bottom line is, we're trying to find ways to take off the pressure, to feed ourselves and our children healthy meals, mm -hmm. and to make it easy to do. Well, Janice, thank you so much. This was really actually incredibly helpful. Yes. And I hope it helps all of our listeners who are trying to figure out what they're having for dinner tonight as well. Yes. And um, we're going to link everybody up to the new app, to the cookbooks, to the website. The website's got some amazing printouts that you can print out to help sort of organize your your kitchen life, which is incredibly helpful. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. You. Great to be with you, girls. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, have you guys heard that Ladies to Lady podcast? Yeah, bro, we listen to my girlfriend all the time, and it's made a relationship so much better and healthy. But even though our relationship is healthy, I still totally want to date Barbara, Brandy, and Tess because they're so funny and smart and pretty. Oh, my God, oh, that's so nice. What? Oh, they're here. Whoa. That's right. I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. And I'm Tess. And we're Lady to Lady. We're a podcast. It's the three of us. We have a fourth girl on every week. We solve lady problems. Just hang out. Talk about stuff. Sometimes we have characters. We get weird. You can listen to us every Wednesday. We got a new podcast out. Go to MaximumFun.org or iTunes. So it's Wednesday. I can download it right now. Oh my God. I better go. I can listen to it while I'm bench pressing my quads. Yeah, bro. Tight, bro. That was incredibly helpful. Sure. I, You know, because I think the big issues are things like time. Mm-hmm. Having the right things in your house mm -hmm. and not, what was the, not a short order cook. You yeah. know, this isn't a restaurant. You yeah. don't get to, you know, you don't get to place an order. Yeah. That said, it's also not about, it's not about ignoring what your child likes and doesn't like. Right. <laughs> it's, you know. But I think not, not like, not setting yourself up for disaster right. is so key with this. Like, especially at that time of day. Like, yeah. everybody knows that feeling of like, I was way too tired to manage all of the stuff that was going on in the house and cook dinner, but I did it anyway. Yeah. And now my child is rejecting it. Ugh. And it makes you just want to totally flip out. Oh, yeah. And I think just like low, like taking that down a notch, like taking that energy down a notch <laughs> before you even begin is right. so key to just like being able to... <laughs> 
and, live your life every day and right and understanding that every kid's doing it yeah it's not like it's not like you're the worst no. cook in the world no 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 <laughs> no it's and, not about you you know yeah. and that you don't have to you know make something special and that your kid will survive yes and i mean make enough options yeah. you know, in the one meal but it's 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 like one thing, you know, we used to make kind of separate things only because Captain Bill didn't eat at the same time with us, given my husband and my right. work schedule. Yeah, but once she hit three, we were all at the table together. Yeah. Like that, or it was a little before three. It was like two and a half. We were all at the table together, and the meal was all going to be the same. Yeah. You know, this if you have a baby, this is not for you. No. <laughs> Different story. So do not go put that pressure on yourself. <laughs> if, you're, if your one-year-old doesn't want to eat your spicy duck Thai salad, make her something else. Yeah. <laughs> Give right. yourself that break. Yeah. That is okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but regardless, that was incredibly healthy and you know, me helpful. Healthy and helpful. Healthy and helpful. Speaking of healthy and helpful... Let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. Oh, and I think this has to do with dinner, too. Okay, good. <laughs> My daughter had hand, foot, mouth disease and double ear infection, and then she got better, and then she got this crazy-ass rash all over her body that she's had for a week. So we went to the doctor, and the doctor said she was stymied. She didn't know what it was, which is always, like, really reassuring to hear. It was just me with the baby and my four-year-old, who was so hungry. So we went... And we're to get pizza and Benadryl, and I put the pizza on top of the car while I was strapping the kids in the car, and then I totally forgot that the pizza was on top of the car, and it <gasps> fell off right. somewhere. And by the time I realized that we turned around and looked for it, and it was squashed on the road, and my four-year-old burst into tears and is now eating M&Ms for dinner. <laughs> and I'm about to drink myself senseless. So, yeah, that's my rant. Yes! Yes! I just, like, want to high-five the shit out of her. I, that is, like, you know, we will, we all, we try our best so hard to, like, just keep it together. Yep. You know, like, I mean, we just did this whole show on, like, just make it through the travel, yeah. knowing that that, like, 90% of the trip is just total disaster totally and failures. Like this, yeah. And then, like, every night we're going to make this dinner, even if it's just sauce on pasta which is like 90 percent of what we serve in my house um and then like it, it just fails it just, your kids eating m&ms and i and, love that there was no attempt to redo the pizza yeah, like, oh yeah just like well that's that's, that's it. gone that's over <laughs> that, is, that is it little johnny it's never coming back some mom had like written in at some point in time or left a message i don't remember but it was like all about just cereal at night for dinner <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. It's just cereal night. <laughs> that was my favorite as a yeah, kid. Yeah, exactly. I that. And I just was like, let, letting it go. Yeah, let letting it go. It go. Yeah. Doing the fucking cereal for dinner every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. It's all good. It's all okay. Speaking of letting it go, letting it go with the travel. I have two uh, travel letting it go moments okay. that I want to share. Yeah, Because this is all about... People stepping in and doing a good job. Okay. I was on that plane headed out to New York. A woman walks by, leans into my row and says, that is an adorable baby. I have two kids. If you need help, let me know. I'm a mom. Nice. Right? And you I was like, her. you know what? I may take you up on that. And thought to myself, you know, but when am I going to take her up yeah. on that? An hour later, I'm taking Ellis to the bathroom. It's been a poop explosion, but I don't, there's no, I don't, there's nothing seeping, mm -hmm. right? All I take are the diapers and the wipes and the changing pad. I, and she happens to be just lounging about by the 
uh, restroom. Getting ready to help you. Basically. <laughs> I get in there and she's like, let me know if you want me to hold them while you use the bathroom or just yeah. let me know if you need any help. And I get in there. And of course, by the time I take the diaper off, there's shit everywhere all right. over his clothes. And right. I just leaned my head up and I said, I'm going to take you up on it. Yeah. Can you please go back to my seat, go in the diaper bag. You'll find the plastic bag nice. with the change of clothes in it. And will you bring it back to me? And yes, she did. That's awesome. It was awesome. And I need to give a shout out to my sister because when I was in New York, I was in New York for meetings and there was going to be a day where I was going to be gone like seven hours. Mm-hmm. And I'd never left Ellis alone that long. We all know he doesn't like bottles. Yeah. <laughs> He's also a screamer the whole nine yards. Yeah. How was that? She did great. She did it. My That's sister awesome. knocked it out of the park. Awesome. She even got him to take a bottle. I will also say that she said to me, I walked in and she said, you've talked on the show about Ellis really screaming and crying and I kind of thought well babies cry that's you know like how bad can it be uh-huh. I just want to validate you on how bad it actually oh. is she was like she was like I need you to va- oh. I don't know if it's helpful to say that to you but I want to validate I've never heard a baby scream like this before in oh. my life to which and you know what my response was yeah. and this is important to all of us yeah. and, and, and not just with babies but when somebody's helping you yeah instinctually I wanted to go, do you see? Do you see how horrible it is for me? Like, that's right. But I didn't. I said, thank you for doing it. Because it is, I, you're right. It is, it is awful. Well, you also could have said, what were you doing to him? No, no. You know what I mean? Well, but like, it's such, for me, it's like, validate me more. And like, it is hard. it's great. She was just like, I can't believe you have to do this all day. Like, I never had a chance to do an email. And again, that like, nobody gives a shit moment can make you want to kind of spin out the, it is hard. It is hard, yeah. but that's why we have the show. But yeah. you know, I mean, but it was it was really a chance for me to say to her, "Thank you," yeah. because I've had four months to prep for this, it, plus four years with another one to prep yeah. for this. And this was something that you know you had to do basically immediately without yeah. any warning. And she just knocked it out of the park. So and the cool. takeaway to parents is, you, I mean, I was so stressed out about it. Uh-huh. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. The, the person you selected to help take care of your kid during situations like this, yeah. let them, let, give yeah. them the tools and then let them do it yep. and then thank them. Yep. And I, I was able to get the stuff I had to get done, done. And so I just want to say thank you to the woman on the plane yeah. and thank you to my sister. And just to remind everybody, uh, expectations, take it easy on yourself. Uh, if you can step in and offer somebody help, do it. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's offering you help, let them mm-hmm. and be gracious about it. And I, you know what I said to my sister? You are doing a great job. And, and you know what? She she did. And I think uh, it just it, it's important to keep telling people that. I agree. So uh, tell your kids they're doing a good job if they eat the whatever whatever stuff you put in front of them. <laughs> tell your partners they're doing a good job. Allow yourself to be told you're doing a good job. Teresa, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Uh, and no one should ever go on vacation. I mean, good luck on your vacation. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go home and take a nap right now. <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Wait, oh, I what? didn't get to say you're doing a really great job, Biz. Thank you. Because <laughs> I fucking kicked it out of the park last week. <laughs> Uh, I'll be in recovery mode for the next five days. Anyway, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down.
down mama blue got low down mama We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlos, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.